We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The inability to stop quickly from just kind of going wherever he wants. What what can you do about that? I mean, what can you do when he, he seemed to kind of get to his spots and then also set up his teammates I mean, get open threes, et cetera. Yeah, he's a good player. So, you know, you got to pick and choose what you're willing to take away. I thought um, we did a decent job on him at times. Uh, I think, you know, you can take away the transition once, I think. And so he got out in transition on a few baskets uh, in both halves. And that's the stuff that you got to take away from him, you know, and then, you know, just defend without falling. Hayden Freed, Giancarlo, the only effing cute thing about the Knicks is him and you quickly's dance moves. I love it. I love it. Oh, man. Give it to him. Go tag him right now. Everybody. This team is special. Huge start by RJ. Classic big Randall shots game. Yeah, Randall made some big shots. Let's not forget the step back three uh, down the stretch in regulation. Yeah, down the stretch of regulation to put them up seven. That's step back three. That was massive. It was massive. And I didn't have the problem. He took another three. I think it was the next possession. I didn't have an issue with it. And it was a good look. I didn't have an issue with it. Hayden Freed, thank you. Austin Z, what's going on, Austin? There was this tiny moment I remember from last year where Emmanuel quickly was coaching up Sims and Deuce McBride with the tablet on the bench. I don't know, but that stayed with me. That's a great anecdote, Austin. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think more so than my belief in his game. And I've always, I have always been a believer in his overall game enough to the point where I was like, okay, maybe he's an inconsistent offensive player, but you roll with it because of all the other things he does for you. Part of why I was so upset slash angry earlier this year when the trade rumors came out. And again, those are those, that was a real thing. That was a real thing. They took calls and they made calls on Emmanuel quickly. Maybe the, maybe them making calls was just to gauge interest. I should be clear. Like I'm, I, we have, I don't think they were calling and being like, Hey, you want, we want, you want Emmanuel quickly for a protected first round. I, I don't think that's what happened, but like there were active discussions Maybe all those active discussions were purely about, you know, are you, you know, wh- wh- where's your interest level at? Like, what would you be willing to pay? Whatever it was, 
the fact that they even had those, and I know he was offensive. Offensively, he was inconsistent shooting it early on. The fact that they even had those made me so freaking angry, less because of what he did off the court and more because of like, this dude just exuded always since he got here. The energy and the, like just all the being about the right, being about the right stuff that you dream about in a player that you draft into your organization, you know, and this, and what you're talking about here, you know, him coaching up Sims and McBride with a tablet on the bench. That, that, that plays right into that. He cares about all the right things. And I hope he's a Nick for life. I know that's not realistic anymore, but the way the league is, but Sam Garcia's dad, the pure joy IQ plays with my favorite thing in the world. Hashtag 53 wins. It was, a, it was incredible to watch this, like this heavyweight fight. It was a heavyweight fight. And he's out there fucking dancing. And it's not ridiculous. There's nothing ridiculous about it. That's Emmanuel quickly. How do you want to... I don't want to get angry again. How do you want to trade that guy? (laughs) You know? How would you even think about... Because we've we've seen that version of him a lot. The energy and the joy that he injects into the, the whole rest of the team. It's unparalleled. And it's rare. Uh, in the league to, to say nothing of unparalleled for the Knicks. Thanks, Sam Garcia's dad. Appreciate you, man. Mike Jameson. What's going on, Mike Jameson? We sure the Knicks missed out on Zion and Ja. RJ may have his flaws, but the guy shows up and is durable. Not sure if you could say about the others, uh, that about the others. Look, um, I've said it a few times in maybe offline. Zion Williamson is can do things that on a basketball court that there aren't really anybody else who could do the the specific things that he could do. And when he's out there, I think he's a top 10 impact offensive player in the sport. And that's probably underselling him, but at least top 10. I don't know how you're supposed to run a franchise. To, like even as the front office to say nothing about a coaching like how are you supposed to coach a team when that like because if he's on your roster you're building the rest of the roster around him you have to you have to build it to his strengths and he is the sort of unique fit where you do need to have certain sorts of players around him and like a lot of shooting and this and that like how do you build your schemes and like your roster and all that stuff around him and then just like not know is he going to play 20 games this year? Is he going to play 40 games this year? Is he going to play 60 games this year? Is he going to be out for the playoffs like he was you know last year? Like how do you function as a like how do you function? I don't I don't want that. I mean, it'd be exciting if he was on my team, but I wouldn't want that challenge. And I imagine actually as a fan, I'd probably be frustrated too. So like that's Zion. As far as job, man, I I don't, I I don't want to comment because I just, we don't know what's going on with him, but am I happy that no Knicks players are sending out Instagram videos of them? in a club at whatever time in the morning, uh, brandishing what appears to be a, 
a firearm? If you're asking me if I'm happy about that, the answer is yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll see. You know, it's probably we're probably not going to get the answer for another five years. But right now, it's an interesting conversation. Dom Cappuccini, what's going on, Dom? For a found money win, I don't think the Knicks look at any of this as found money. I think they they think they they just think they should go out and win every night. Um, this is one of the most anxious of the year. I completely agree. And I know what you mean by that. Uh, this team is such a treat. They could beat anyone. They're going to, going to get that IQ Jersey now. Yeah. What was going to be so disappointing if they lost that game is you want the game that ends the winning streak, like to be a clean loss. Like you don't want to feel like, Oh, we had that and we gave it away. And what was going to be such a such a tough pill to swallow if they had lost that game is there was so much else to love about it. It was we didn't have Brunson. It was the quickly game. It was fighting like hell back behind Emmanuel quickly from being down whatever the hell they were. were they down 14 points, I think, 13, 14 points in the third quarter, fighting from behind and coming all the way back and taking that lead and showing that grit and showing that resilience. That's why. If they had lost that game because they they fumbled it down the stretch of of regulation, um, and um, you know struggled that moment in the overtime, it would have been, it just would have been tough. It would have been tough, and I'm really happy that that is not what I have to react to right now. So thank you, Dom. Appreciate you, man. Carlos Medina, what's going on, Carlos? Let's freaking go. Knicks, the last time I said something, I said IQ was a poor man, Steph Curry, after his summer league debut. Wow. You waited your time to chime in again. Appreciate you coming back. What do you think now, JM? Calling Eastern Conference Finals, we're a problem now. That's ultimately why now I'm going to translate it to the bet to on the court as opposed to the off-court stuff. That's the that's the encore reason why I thought it was ridiculous that they were ever talking trade for this player. Because he does everything else right. I would argue, I mean, defensive, uh, Steph Curry's an underrated defender, but I would argue that Manu quickly is a better defender than Steph Curry. Um, offensively, I mean, Steph Curry's, you know, one of the, <laughs> one of the five greatest players ever lived. Um, but I just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to the Steph place, but I will say this. Every he does everything right, right? He does everything right. He does a lot right on offense. He does everything right on defense. If you were sitting around and all you were waiting for was the consistency of the jump shot to develop, because even when he was struggling earlier in the year, he was still improving. He was better on twos. The whole pretty much the whole year. He was a lot better on twos than he was last year, which is a, a of improvement that he made from year one to year two, and then he made it from year two to year three. So it's like we're sitting there and be like, it's it's just the consistency on the three-point shot. That's all it is. And then you're like, and again, I'm not putting him in the same sentence as, as Steph, even as a poor man's version of Steph, but like you look around the league and you see the impact that these guards who just fire away and make you honor them from 25, 26, 28, 30 feet from the basket. That's that was the only piece that was missing. And like we've seen him do it. 
You know, we've seen him do it. It just wasn't consistent. And now it's become more consistent. And now it's like, oh, man, when this guy's got to go and he really is kind of unguardable, the handle still isn't the handle's the biggest thing that still needs to improve with him. You know, and, and you saw it at times, even in this game where he just didn't have the ability to get into the teeth of the defense, um, you know, which is part of the reason I think why they put the ball in Randall's hands <clears throat> at the end of regulation. But yeah, here's the nice, other nice thing about Emmanuel quickly. And here's another Steph comparison. You know what Steph Curry got did when he got in the league? Kept getting better. You know what Emmanuel quickly done ever since he got in the league? Kept getting better. And he's not done yet. Thanks, Carlos. Eal Oran Bush. Bausch. I hope I pronounced that correctly. It's 6 a.m. in Israel, and I'm going to be late to work. Worth it. If we beat the Celtics without Brunson, are the Knicks favorites to be 2023 NBA champions? Man, I would love to know what the betting odds are right now. Um, I'm sorry that it probably took me a while to get to your Super Chat comment. Um, I hope at the very least you could listen or watch later and enjoy it. If my being late to get to this, because we've had so much uh, in terms of super chats today made you even later for work. I apologize. I hope it was worth it. And um, happy um, Monday to you. Cause it is Monday. It is Monday for all of us actually now on the East coast. It's Monday. Loving it. Thanks. Al. Exhibition continues. Thank you for the generous contribution. Exhibition continues. Appreciate you, man. IQ is him. He is him. And him is he. It's great. It's fantastic. Uh, national coming out party. Nine straight. I don't have the words. Not, we still don't know. It's it's one in the morning. We've had. We're, I've been on here for two hours and 15 minutes. I still don't really have the words for this one. I don't. I might just do my dance again. Thanks. Exhibition continues. Appreciate you, man. Dom Cappuccini with another one. Are we seeing shades of we hear RJ defense since the end of the all-star break? It's been much improved. And you know how I know it's been improved? Because I haven't really noticed it. RJ's defense before the break was such that really for the, you know, the whole first however many games of the year, there would be possessions where it really stuck out as being bad. And I can't say with, <clears throat> with, with a couple of exceptions, there have been very, very really almost no plays where I've looked at it and like, Oh, RJ didn't defend on that play. Like the role he plays in the defense now where he's not guarding the other teams, like most threatening or second most threatening defender. You want to not notice him. And we haven't. And that means his defense has been good. And um, there's still a couple of things like, you know, don't forget the box out. He still does that occasionally. I think he missed the box out on Derek White during a key moment um, down the stretch of the game. But uh, yeah, he's been really good. Keep it up. That's all I have to say. Keep it up. Sam Garcia with another one. This team is a title contender next year with uh, why you got to ruin the vibes by getting no. With PG-13. Um, they might be a title contender right now, Sam. They might be a title contender right now. Can't believe I'm saying it. Throwing caution to the wind here. Thank you, Sam. 
Uh, Mark R. What's going on, Mark? If anyone joined late like me, do yourself a favor and go back and rewatch the open of this post game. <laughs> Worth it. Hashtag IQ dance. Let's let's freaking go. Um, so I I don't know how people how people what people could tell. I'm dealing with a little bit of a space space restriction here. I have I got myself a when we got this. Was it when I got this? No, when we got when I when we moved into this apartment a year and a half ago, I got myself this this um seems like a decent office chair. It was like over a hundred bucks, so you know, the nice chair. But it's big, it's big, and it's on the rolly wheels that so you can hear always, and um, it doesn't go back far. So, and I didn't want to have to deal with like picking the chair up and like putting it like or taking it out and then putting it back like in the middle of a live stream or whatever. So I just kind of tried to push it back as much as possible to start the live stream. Point is because I'm dealing with a immovable desk thing and like there's a wall behind me. I didn't really have a lot of room with which to do said dance. Um, I was trying to do the best Emmanuel quickly impersonation I could. I, I hope I succeeded. But from your, from your sentiments, it seemed like I did. Which is great. Thank you, Mark. Robert Cross, first time, long time, John. I don't want to trade for no star. We have plenty of stars. We are here. Hashtag we now. That's the right energy tonight, Robert. It's the right energy. How how often do I say so often that you're right? Say something that I could like yell at you about. This is very unsettling for me. But we appreciate you. Todd Ra... Mm. Rahulik? Or Rollick. Hope I didn't mess it up. One of those hopefully was right. JM, you guys are awesome. Listen to every post game and pod. Thank you, man. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, IQ uh, being amazing is obvious, but huge credit also needs to go to Mitchell Robinson. We fell apart without him tonight. So Mitch, it's funny you say that. So Mitch tonight was a minus one. Um, and Hardenstein was a was actually a plus 11. And then they obviously were minus in the stretch where they went with, with no center. I agree with you that Mitch was really good tonight. And I agree with you, especially because I think Isaiah Hardenstein did not really have it tonight. I was not, I did not love Hardenstein's minutes. I thought the, the push that they made um, with Hardenstein was not, as much to do with Isaiah Hardenstein as it was to do with other, other guys who were on the court at that time. I I thought Mitch played an okay game too against Miami. And then I, I got, not that I, I got pushback on that, but I saw some people noting that like he didn't have as good of a game. I, I would love to go back and rewatch that, but like I, he was definitely better tonight. Let's just say that he was better tonight. And it, like, you could say this again about five or six guys, they don't win the game without him. 44 minutes. I know I don't even have to look it up and someone tell me if I'm wrong. I am fairly certain that 44 minutes is the first time Mitchell Robinson has ever played over 40 minutes in um, an NBA game because like, you know, conditioning has at times been a thing for him and credit to him, credit to Mitchell Robinson for turning into a guy that you could play for 44 minutes in a game like that, because this wasn't your usual Mitchell Robinson 44 minutes. This was 44 high intensity, high movement 
and not only physical intensity, but um, mentally, he had to be engaged totally and completely uh, throughout the entire night. So I stand corrected. Mitchell Robinson has played over 40 minutes two other times, but this was a career high for him. Um, his previous career high was 41 minutes and 20 seconds, which was in his third season. Um, it was the only time that year that he played uh, more than 40 minutes. And then he played over 40 minutes in a game last season against the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's it. Thanks, Todd. Appreciate you. Uh, Kyle Norris. What's going on, Kyle? You either win or you learn is Tim's favorite quote after a loss. Do you think that means he learned nothing after this win? Hashtag outcoached. Um, I'm not sure why you think uh, Tom Thibodeau was outcoached in this game, but kudos to you to have the energy to complain about the coach after a game like this. Um, I would recommend you go over and spend some time on Boston's Twitter. See what they're talking about. About Joe Mazzula. Uh, but yeah, I guess, you know, keep keep that energy. Thanks, Kyle. Um, <clears throat> Gene Burr. Couldn't tell if that was an M or an R and an N. Bernieri, thank you for the very generous contribution. I don't see a chat here for you. Justin, take a look. Maybe Gene has something that, that didn't get in there. Um, Robert, it's your boy, John. Don't let Cutlets off the hook again. If he leaves 4-0 on the table, you take it. Do they play? Um, oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, apologies to the last comment there. He's saying that Tibbs outcoached Missoula. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Didn't mean that. Um, I took it the wrong way. Again, it's PTSD. Two people always criticizing tips. Um, I agree, yeah, Coach Missoula. 100%. So no disagreement there. Uh, as far as what am I taking this week? I'll be curious what Jeremy takes. Charlotte, Sacramento, Clippers and Lakers. And the Clippers and Lakers are at a back-to-back. Yeah, I got you, Andrew. Um, I bet you Jeremy takes three and one. I bet you he does. I'll, I don't know. If I keep picking two and two and they keep going four and oh, I, it's more important than me winning this stupid thing. Thanks, Robert. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenblum.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. 
Twice a week, J.J. Reddick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? I get extremely busy this time of the year. I'm watching basketball games, recording podcasts, and brainstorming ways to trade your favorite Knicks. So I try to save time and skip the grocery store when I can. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest. With keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and protein plus meals on the menu each week. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 36-plus quick bites, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Looking to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready quicker than restaurant delivery in just two minutes. Eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor because each meal is prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. You know that your Factor meal has all of the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan and veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes, there really is no easier way to eat well. Achieve and maintain your goals this year with Factor. Get America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit and start saving time, eating well, and living your best year ever. Don't hesitate. Head to factor75.com slash filmschool60 and use code filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code filmschool60 at factor75.com slash filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. Uh, James Choi, what's going on, James? 
Um, <laughs> let's freaking go special IQ learning behind JB has been huge credit to Julius Randall for deferring to the hot hand. Completely agree. I feel for Quentin Grimes, but he'll learn from this. Mitch uh, had huge offensive rebounds. No one wants us in the playoffs. I heart needs to be better. Yeah. I thought, I thought that was fair. Um, Thanks, Andrew. Uh, I thought that was fair. I think I heart, you could say you could be critical of Isaiah Hartenstein tonight. That's fine. Um, as far as Quentin Grimes goes, Quentin Grimes played 25 minutes, took two shots, scored four points. I, I think Quentin Grimes is going to be fine. Um, I think he has the right mentality. And I think the nice thing about this team is like, no, no one who either isn't getting shots or isn't maybe getting as many minutes. No one is like, Oh, well I'm clear. I clearly deserve it better more than this guy. Or I, you know, any of that sorts of stuff. Um, I, I think Quentin Grimes is going to be fine. And he knows how important he is to this team. And they're going to need him because they need everybody. Thanks, James. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Blue cheer. Thank you for the very generous contribution. We're getting a lot of very generous contributions with no, with nothing in the, in the chat. I, again, blue cheer. Thank you. Um, If you have a comment, um, Justin, maybe take a look and try to find it. But um, in the meantime, thank you for the generous contribution. Sean Ford. I've watched a lot of playoff basketball since 1993. That's, when I started watching the last two games, the Knicks won absolute playoffs war- wars against two very good teams. Hashtag 53 wins. You know how I know you're right about that, Sean, because last night as I was going on three, three and a half hours sleep, I stayed up until like my eyes could not stay up any, could not stay open anymore. And I fell asleep. It was the fourth quarter of the Miami um, Hawks game, but I watched pretty much that whole game on my phone um, as I had, cause I, I was at, a, I was at my in-laws out in Long Island. And so they don't have league pass. So I had to watch it on my phone. And then I had the Milwaukee uh, Philly game on the TV, which I also fell asleep watching that, but I was really trying to key in on Miami and Atlanta and Miami. Like they, they, they smacked Atlanta down, you know? And like, I'm not saying Atlanta is a, a great team, but like the intensity they played with and they weren't as good against, uh, from what I could tell, they were not as good against the Hawks as they were against us. Execution wise, they weren't making as many shots hero. I don't think had nearly as good of a game, but like we, you saw, I saw the intensity again on the second night of back to back. And really like for us to beat that team and then to beat this team again, like coming off of that Nets game, this Brooklyn team or this Boston team coming off of that Nets game. They wanted this. They needed it. You could argue. Um, can't say enough. Can't say enough. This team is they're as real as they get. Thanks, Sean. Jod Knight. Uh, thank you, Jod. Uh, would be poetic to go on a deep run or win it all without a superstar after chasing after one for so long. The basketball gods are smiling down on us. Maybe they're smiling down because we didn't make a trade at the tra- a trade deadline that involved like bringing in a big name. I'll say this: you want to know what I might be happy about, happiest about right now? Even like 
probably three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. I was, oh, definitely, but at the All-Star break, I was, because I wrote something to this effect. I was still petrified by what they might do this summer in terms of making a trade for a player that was like a star, quote-unquote star, but, and I don't want to name any names, but like, you guys know the names I'm talking about. I think maybe, I hope, I think, I hope, one or the other, that their, this run and how they've been winning, that maybe, like, I don't want to say regardless of what happens in the playoffs, but, like, maybe they will be that much more selective about, okay, maybe we do still need a talent upgrade at a key position or two, but with what we have here and the style of play that we have and like what this team is able to do, I sure hope that they will be a whole lot more selective than some of us, at least me feared that they were not going to be this summer. Uh, That is my hope. And if that is maybe the, even if they don't win a playoff series, like again, we're all sitting here talking about Eastern conference finals. I hope they win a playoff series. I hope they win multiple playoff series. Even if they don't, like, I hope at the very least that is the byproduct of the season. We'll see. Thank you, John. Um, Anthony Sixto, they should play only four players. <laughs> it's just unfair when we start five. Question, do you prefer the Knicks get spaced out three-peats or just straight a straight nine-peat? Man, I have not yet um, given given over to thinking about what a championship would feel like. But I might start. I might start. Been a long time. Never never seen it. Not, not since I saw a championship. I've never seen a championship. But been watching this team for a long time. <laughs> Uh, Dylan Chop Charles. What's going on, Dylan Chop Charles? Oh, I'm excited about this because there were like a hundred of these sorts of plays tonight. I'm about to change my segment to on tonight's high IQ play of the game because holy hell, this guy is good. Incredible plays, incredible win. Man, I was hoping. I was hoping that you were going to give me an underrated play of the game because there was like, again, there were literally dozens that you could have pointed to throughout the entire game. Um <clears throat> What is this? Andrew just tweeted something out. I think we are. I might as well announce this live. Um, I think we are currently in the top 10 uh, basketball podcasts in the country. Looks like it. Looks like we're 10th. One spot ahead of Shaq. That's pretty cool. Um, Yeah, that's fun. And then we're in the top 100 sports podcasts in the country. That's pretty good. Um, thank you, everybody. Because uh, you guys made this happen. So thank you. You guys are awesome. Um, appreciate every single one of you who has ever wanted to listen to what we do, uh, even once. That's pretty wild. Top 100 sports podcasts in the country. Shit. 
That's that might be more wild than the Knicks winning nine straight games and being uh, 12 games over 500 and maybe winning 50 games and multiple playoff series. Uh, thank you, Dylan Chop Charles. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Paul DeSantis. Tibbs has gone from an almost fired uh, to from almost fired to coach of the year in a couple of short months. Such a special feeling watching this team right now. I think he's going to be in the conversation. Uh, I don't know how he's not in the conversation. Um, I don't think he's going to win it. Um, I think it's a good shot to end up on the ballot, but you know, I obviously think the man should get his credit. And I just, again, my only request to the people who went hardest after him earlier in the year. I, I, I hate when people do this, like make the apologies as what is it? Make the apologies detailed or as loud as the criticism. I don't, that's all that stuff is so fucking stupid, but like, here's, here's the only thing I would love to see acknowledged because obviously there's a lot of different things going on. There's been changed rotations. There's been changed schemes. There's been all sorts of different things, but instead of just being like, um, well, yeah, I'll give him credit now, but that's only because he changed all the things that I've been saying. He should change from the very beginning. Okay. That's fair. We get it, right? You you know more than the coach and you've always known more than the coach. But maybe for, for a second, at least give in to, hey, maybe there's like, maybe there's a larger process at play. And maybe the fact that we're not behind the scenes and maybe the fact that we're not in the building and we don't know all of the things and we don't see all of the things and so on and so forth. Maybe the fact that we don't know a lot should give us some pause in saying something to the effect of, well, of course I'll give him credit now, but that's only because he's finally doing all the things. Maybe just acknowledge that the guy who's been in this profession for four decades had some idea that there maybe was a larger process at play here with a team that was introducing a lot of new players and, you know, those sorts of things. I'm not saying he didn't learn along the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's learned and improved along the way and absolutely he made mistakes along the way, but like coaching's hard, which is why 30 fan bases, 30 segments of those fan bases who at one point or another during a season are going to say, fire this guy. It's the nature of the business. Be cool if it'd be cool if some of his big, biggest critics um, acknowledge, like, "Hey, no caveats. Maybe the guy just knows what he's doing. That'd be cool, but maybe that's too much to ask for." Uh, thanks, Paul. Andrew, Andrew Claudio. Real talk. I'm from New York, and you know what? Tom Brady's a effing biatch. F Tom Brady, y'all. Hashtag nine of them things. Um, <laughs> that is uh, that is some great energy. <clears throat> I love it. Thank you for contributing, Andrew. Uh, and thank you for producing this program most of the time. Dylan DeAndrea, these young players turning into stars under the brightest lights. Never forget that part. Thank you so much, Dylan, for bringing that up. I don't, whether it's on the road or at home, 
you know, the pinstripes has been, it's been said that the pinstripes are the heaviest uniform in sports. I would argue that the Knicks uniform is the heaviest uniform in professional basketball. Um, because you're supposed to be one of the historical franchises along with the Celtics and the Lakers, and yet you don't have their track record. So, you know, you're, you're, you're dealing with that, not expectation of failure when you come here, but you're dealing with certainly a history of failure and a history of coming up short and a history of not having the guy that comes up big in the big moment and the whole thing. Like you're dealing with all that and, and a fan base. Hello. That has the PTSD where the second things start to go bad. It's like, Oh shit. It's all going to fall apart now. You know, it's that, that stuff, you know, and just in the city, it's a, it's a tough, you know, it's, we're a tough crowd. We expect a lot, you know, um, because we work hard and we want you guys, they, them to work as hard and all the, all the thing, whatever I'm going on a, on a ramp, but like it, it, it's the heaviest Jersey in professional basketball. Uh, so yes, when you're a young player and you come here and you produce right away, it means something. And the evidence of that is the fact that there have been a lot of young players that have come through this town in the last 20, 30 years that have not produced. Not in the way these kids have. Uh, anyway, feels like we have five championship core players with a potential sixth in Grimes and wondering who's on your list, John. Go New York, go New York, go. Uh, yeah, it's the closing five and Grimes. And I like, and I feel that that, that almost feels disrespectful to uh, OB and, and Hartenstein and, and RJ. Can't believe I'm the one sticking up for RJ. I mean, I'm assuming you mean Brunson, Randall, uh, Hart, quickly, and and Mitch. Um, the biggest question mark for me for the rest of this year, more so than whether we could win a playoff series. How how do we look at RJ Barrett when the season's over? Whether the season ends in April or ends in May. How do we look at RJ Barrett when the season is over and how much confidence do we feel like, okay, we got to stick this out. So for me, I think it's at least five and I think it has the potential to be six or seven. For sure. Thanks Dylan. Uh, Robert cross with another one. It's your boy, John IQ only had one turnover in 55 minutes. Holy shit. I can't wait to do my, my basketball reference search after this is over. Not bad for a starting point guard, don't you think? Hashtag 53 wins. He's awesome, man. One turn. Thank you for mentioning that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Harry Donor, thank you for the contribution. This is my little notepad. You know what I'm writing my notes on here? My daughter has this little, like, book that she jots down all sorts of little nonsense in, and I just pulled open a page. I don't come prepared to work. It's very sad. Sean Ford, IQ is now the Vegas favorite for six man. Damn right he is, as you should be. Place your bets. Place your bets. You can still make, you know, they'll still pay out. They're not going to keep your money if he wins. Place your bets. Thank you, Sean. Claudio Santos, what's going on, Claudio? First ever super chat. Thank you. Sorry if I made you wait. I feel like I should apologize to everybody who I've made wait because we've been taking a while on this one. Uh, overjoyed. Update your definitions, John. IQ is a star. I did say that at one point last season. I did say that. I remember I was across the room 
in the original podcast location set up in this apartment. And I said, I'm starting to get star vibes from this player. It was when he was going through a stretch at one point in the season and he was really feeling it. He's exuded those that that quality of a star without the star numbers and without the star opportunity. That's been the big thing. And the question always was, well, if he, these are the on off numbers, right? These are the advanced metrics. They all point this way. Okay. Well, what happens if he gets the opportunity that those metrics say that he probably deserves? What happens then? And tonight was the latest piece of evidence. We found out star player. I like it. Thanks, Claudio. Appreciate you chiming in. Thank you to everybody for chiming in, by the way. This is unbelievable. David Crockett, what's going on, David? IQ's game was a coronation for the national audience, but real ones already knew. RJ's 11 boards tonight elevated to him to perfect in his role status. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, they, they don't, again, it's the efforts for everybody. I will say this. Even if you're the the biggest the biggest IQ stand in the world, and I'm sure there are many people on Nick's Twitter who uh, can certainly lay claim to that title. Even if you are that, there is something to seeing it for the first time. Where even if you're like, I knew we could do it. I do think that there is something to actually seeing it where it's like, oh, yes, my, you know, it's confirmed. Like to, to get it confirmed for you, like I, I don't know if I'm an, uh, um, articulating my point well enough, but like this had to be at least a little, a little surprising for even if you're the, the biggest fan of his in the world, just because you never know. You never know if a player is going to come through when again, he put the team on his freaking shoulders in that sort of situation against that sort of team with this sort of audience and the whole thing. You never really know for sure. So to see it pretty freaking great. And the 11 rebounds, by the way, for RJ, that was a season high. I was correct in that. Um, And he's only had a couple of games where he's, where he's had more than that. Uh, Last season, he had one game where he had 14 rebounds and excuse me, 15, one with 14, one with 13, one with 12. So like, yeah, this is, this ties the fifth highest rebounding game he's had RJ Barrett in the last three seasons. Um, Thanks, David. Appreciate you, man. 